uh, thank God for you. Another podcast day here with Pastor Rich Summerlin. Uh, let's open up in prayer and let's get ready. I can kind of sense God wanting to give us some new, fresh information today. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the anointing that destroys every yoke, that lifts every burden. Uh, we thank you today, Lord, for a fresh touch from heaven in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord, that we gain insight and information that takes us beyond our own natural ability in Jesus' name. I thank you for fresh footing in faith today. Uh, may we find our footing. May those who have walked away a little bit or, and or who have become frustrated just because life, may they regain their footing in Christ Jesus today. May they become grounded and rooted fresh and new in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray come against every ungodly lion, demon, spirit. I, I pluck out, pull out, rip out, tear out every ungodly lie that Satan and his little demons, demon helpers have sowed into the lives of your people. In Jesus' name, I command the wrong word to be loosed from them, uh, to go from them now. I command the roots of the wrong word to be rooted up uproot and loose your hold in Jesus' name. I uh, thank you, Lord, for just a, a fresh soil that will receive the word of God today. In Jesus' name, I pray. I thank you for healing. I thank you for healing now in backs and hips and shoulders and necks in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for this headache that has been continual. Uh, I, I just take and I wipe it off in Jesus' name. Be free from that thing in Jesus' name. Aches, pain, symptoms, loose us by the mighty power of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, glory to God. Hey, that's how you start a podcast. Hallelujah. If you're visiting or if you haven't been on one of our podcasts, uh, good morning to you. Uh, that's kind of how we do things. We're above only, not beneath. We're the head and not the tail. We're Holy Ghost, fierce, fearless, bold people. Uh, we love Jesus Christ. Uh, we love our Heavenly Father. and We have access to him through through the work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, and we're not ashamed of the gospel, the fullness of God's word. Amen. Well, I want to talk to you about a few things. We have themed the entire year, uh, uh, and our theme for this year is going higher. I'm going higher. Go ahead and say it with me. I'm going higher. Come on, say it with me. I see all of you online, so you can say this out loud. Say, I'm going higher in Jesus' name. I'm going higher in 2023. I refuse. Come on. I refuse to stay where I presently am. I choose to go higher. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I agree with you. You got to make the choice first. I'm going to go higher. Uh, the Bible says, here, let me read this to you. I was looking up a few scriptures, but some of you need to hear these things today. Uh, Paul in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9, Paul said, because I know some of you are pressed right now. Uh, it, it's impossible to live in this world, the present world we're in right now, and not be pressed. So I'm going to help you today. Paul said, we are pressed on every side by troubles. This is a different translation. A lot, a lot of translations say we're pressed and troubled. Well, it says here, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed, and we always get up. Everybody say that with me. Say, I always get up. 
Amen. Uh, maybe we should just uh, allow the knocking downs of life uh, to give us a, a little more anger and a little more, uh, amen. When, when uh, This is a personality. I don't know if a trait or characteristic or whatever, just part of who I am. It, I operate better when things like when trouble's happening. So, so use the, the pressing of the enemy to flex, you know, don't let them just, you know, just suck you in and tie you up. No, use that to, to, you know, take a deep breath and, and throw your shoulders back and and break the bonds of the lies of Satan today. Uh, amen. Well, let's get into this. I want to talk to you uh, once again about going hired. We'll talk about faith, higher information, on and on it goes. But the word that I've been just kind of mulling over in, in my mind and in my spirit uh, for myself, and I figure I would just share it with you, is the word diversity or to di- diversify. The word diversity uh, means to enlarge uh, your tense biblically. Na- the natural word is, is enlarge. Uh, your uh, or vary your range, so it's time I would say uh, to, to gain diversity, uh, not only in our thoughts but in our actions. You got to have that that I, I got to diversify. I got to gain more information. I got to begin to do something I haven't done to this point. That's kind of what I want to convey to you. And I see so many. Let me take a moment. Say hi to everybody on there. Oh, I, I see Claudette. Hell, good morning, Claudette Petra. Uh, Florida Chick Forever, good morning. Brian Hall, uh, Allen, good morning. Ethan, good morning. Uh, Marcy, good morning. Jeffrey, good morning. Uh, Dylan Maverick, you're sitting right in front of me. Good morning to you. Barbara Matson, uh, Brian once again. Who else? My wife, Ruth Thomas, Kathy uh, Pichet. Nick, good morning to you. TB, good morning to you. Angela, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I don't know if I missed you. Randy, good morning. Uh, glory to God. Uh, I love all of you. Thank God for all of you. Todd, good morning. Deborah, good morning. Claudette, good morning. I think that's everybody. Um, the Frigate's uh, Nest, good morning. Amen. Oh, uh, Emery, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, God bless all of you. I think that's everybody for right now. But uh, it, when we're talking about di- uh, diversity, you kind of talk about you, you develop you know, life, what you do, how I do it. And then you you live within those boundaries. Well, well, if you diversify, you got to take those boundaries and you got to begin to to stretch them or, or push them back. Uh, it, come on, that's a pretty good word. Uh, the 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 biggest hindrance of life is becoming comfortable. I, I've taught you this a little bit. I'm gonna come at a different angle. Once you're comfortable, you you set boundaries, and within those boundaries are your are your comfort zone. Well, nothing grows within your comfort zone. You're hindered within that zone. It's all right to have those that zone, but that zone is should be for like unwinding, you know, just uh, taking a, a breath from life. But you got to learn to live outside of your comfort zone, and, and that's that diversity uh, of life. And let's talk about in the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, are you kidding me? Uh, we should never, ever, ever have any limits on us in the spirit realm. There, there should be no limits. There should be no fears, no comfort zones, no hiding places. In the spirit, uh, we are mighty in the things of God. Come on now, say amen to that. Uh, I'm already preaching pretty good, whether you're just trying to do life or business. I, I'm already, I already have given you keys. But in Romans 12, go there with me quickly. 
and two, Mickey, it's good to see you on there. Sure love you. Thank God for you. Uh, Romans 12. Uh, let's look at this for a second. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans 12 and 2. Uh, glory be to God. And it's, it, it's a, when the seasons change, the natural seasons change, it's a good time to change some personal things in your life because there's already a momentum in, in the season. You know, like right now uh, here in Florida, uh, we are in spring. Uh, winter's over. You know, I have I, I get to live on a beautiful piece of property, and I have telltale signs of spring's nature, and that is everything's in bloom. You wake up, your car is green with pine bloom on it. Uh, also, I get to hear gobbler turkeys gobbling. Uh, when the sun comes up, my backyard is full of bluebirds and robins. That's a sign uh, of new life. That's a, a sign of a new season. So if you're talking about doing something different, get on this, you know, this wave or swell of a new season, a natural season, and begin to implement uh, some God changes into your life. The Romans 12, too, it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the newing your mind. This word transformation is continual. It's not a, I'm transformed into and then I stay there. It's it just watch the little red ball on the tip of my finger, so to speak. It's I'm transformed into, I'm transformed into, I'm transformed into, I'm transformed into, I'm transformed in this, this uh, mindset of transformation or the spiritual transformation is a, is a continual. It's like um, I'm walking into the new mercies today. I got new mercies tomorrow. I got new mercies and, and it, it's higher and higher and higher. It's a higher way of thinking. It's a higher way of perception. It's doing something that I didn't know about yesterday, but I gained information today so I can do something different today and, and, and tomorrow and on and on it goes. But you got to be transformed uh, with your with your intake. You, you can't transform your mind with the same amount of knowledge. Uh, you've got to tr be transformed. In order to be transformed, you have to have a, a higher level of information. Can someone please say amen? Now, I've been saying this for years. I live by this. Um, if, if those who know me, some of you may just think that I have a money tree or I have a silver spoon, uh, you know, or I, I'm a trust fund person. Maybe you don't, but I think that sometimes is a, a lot of people's perception. Uh, but the truth is, uh, I have a God that I have given my life to, and I walk in faith every single day. And, and this is this next sentence I'm going to give you, or a quote I'm going to give you, is a quote that I live by uh, day in and day out. And, and it's very simple. Faith takes me beyond my own ability. I'll say it again. Faith takes you. Faith will take you always beyond your own ability. You have to get that on the inside of you. Uh, if, if faith can take me beyond my own ability and I'm still living in the realm of my abilities, I'm living without faith. Now, I, I know that might be hard to, to stomach for some of you, but maybe you just need to get back to studying the B-I-B-L-E. Just get back to being a word guy, word, a word gal, Study your scriptures, amen, uh, read the Bible, amen, and you'll begin to obtain faith. It's funny, when, when uh, you meditate the scripture, 
and the word gets in you, it, it's not a dead word. It's a living word. And it gets in you and it kind of like begins to, to stir and begins to shake and begins to press on the inside of you. And, and what it's doing is demanding action. The word of God will never go into the ears, the eyes, the mind, the heart of a believer and do nothing. The Bible says that the word of God, God's word goes forth out of his mouth and it will not return unto him void, but it will accomplish in the thing whereto he sent it. So when you begin to read the word of God, the word, the living word goes on the inside of you, full of life, full of energy, full of ability, and it begins to demand of you, come on now, uh, action. That's why I think the most miserable Christian on the planet is is a, a Christian that's not willing to act on the word of God. Because that word's not going to loose you. It's not going to leave you till it, it, it accomplishes its assignment. Like I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've heard, I've helped people walk through horrible seasons of life. I've heard people, I've helped people walk through alcohol, Christians walk through alcohol addictions, drug addictions, pornography addiction. I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about some of them spirit-filled Christians. And in that sin, they were so miserable because they were contending with the living word of God. Now, if you take the living word of God out, they'll be miserable but when there's nothing challenging it, they'll be less miserable because they're just going to live a life of evil. But once that word comes on the scene, it begins to challenge, it begins to, to operate on a, a heavenly level uh, to, to shine light on sin. Come on, are you still here? I, I talked to a, a, a young man that was going through some things, uh, operating uh, some addictions, and I say, you got to pray, you got to pray. And his response was to me, sir, I pray every day. Not only do I pray, I pray in tongues every day, and I listen to preaching every day. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, how can you listen to preaching? Good. Now, the preaching that this person was listening to was dynamic preachers, not modern-day smoke blowers. Uh, but then he, uh, they said, I pray in other tongues. And I said, and you still drink, and you still smoke, and you still... And, and, and uh, the person said, yes, I do. I don't want to, but I do. And, and I took that to the Lord because I was almost like in religion, that's impossible. But I took it to the Lord, and, and the Lord said to me, this is their only lifeline. And them praying and them while they're in the middle of the sin and doing these things will eventually pull them out because it's the word of God working on the inside of them. And it was only but a couple of months where the same person came back to me and said, I beat it, I'm free, it's all gone. And now it's been months upon months upon months, uh, even over a year now, that they haven't touched anything. And I attribute it to that word of God challenging. Come on, uh, say amen to that. Everybody say out loud, uh, diversify, or, or say this, say diversity. That means you got to begin to do something you haven't done up to this point. You got to begin to stretch. Uh, uh, right now, the world around you is pressing in. The word of God in, in action, in operation, will press back. Come on, that's pretty good. The word's pressing in. The word's trying to, uh, you know, what's that, uh, constrict you like a, like a snake. But the word of God, come on, will begin to expand you in such a way where every ungodly weapon uh, will begin to loose its hold uh, loose its footing, and you'll begin to push it back in Jesus' mighty name. I'm going to tell you another, another a great enemy of the believer. 
is the accusations of Satan or the accusations of your past, which the Bible says in Revelation, the book of Revelation, uh, that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Uh, let me help you, uh, young lady. Let me help you, young man. Let me help you, old person, and everybody in between. If you have come to Jesus Christ, his blood cleansed and cleanses your present, your sin today. His mercy will enlighten you to clean your sin tomorrow, and on and on it goes. But as long as you stay uh, within the household of faith, meaning the Word of God, the, the circumstance of the Spirit or the, the uh, Spirit realm, you don't have to worry about who you were last year. You don't have to worry about who you were last week. You don't have to worry about uh, the, the mistakes you made yesteryear, yesterday. Uh, you don't have to worry about the mistakes you made last night. If you get them under the blood, they are gone. They no longer exist. But, but that a, 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 has always been one of Satan's number one tricks is to keep you anchored to your past. Now, if he can keep you anchored to your past, he can keep you anchored to you can't be anybody. Uh, you're limited. Uh, you, you have boundaries. If he can keep you tied to your past, he can keep you bound and keep you from diversity or, or from pressing beyond or enlarging your territory. Can someone say amen to this? Give me a few more minutes. I want to talk to you about this too. I want to talk to you about uh, a right and wrong attitude. You you develop, by way of information, you develop your attitude. Let me read. I found a little study. I want to read to you. Am I helping anybody today? Amen. Uh, I see all of you on there saying yes. Uh, Grant, good to see you. Amy, good to see you. Uh, ben, good to see you. I think I've said hi to everybody. Uh, if not, I love you. Uh, Angie Thomas, good to see you. Amen. But I was looking at and just, I, I like to Google. Some things on Google are good. But I was uh, looking at uh, um, how the mind works and how attitudes are developed. And this is a pretty good one, how an attitude is developed, just, just to help you. Uh, you your attitude uh, is developed by who you surround yourself with relationships. If you surround yourself with people that aggravate you, you're going to have a bad attitude. I've made a golden rule uh, that if you aggravate me, you will not be in my circle of, of relationship or friends. Uh, if you aggravate me, you're not going to work for me. If you aggravate me, I'm not going to work with you. Uh, it, uh, the attitude of peace or the, an attitude of gratitude always equals or yields to you peace. So I am going to very carefully surround myself with people that help me, encourage me to have a good attitude or convey information that yield uh, to me a good attitude. Uh, fill your mind with positive information. All right, so what do we got to do? Anything, if you're reading something and every time you read it, you get mad, like you get, oh, man, quit reading that stuff. It's causing you it, it causes beyond just the natural part of your being. It, it causes your mind, the different components of your mind, uh, the different parts of your soul, the different parts uh, of, of who you are, how you act, your DNA. It, it fires different parts of you. It fires different parts of you up. It challenges your core beliefs, and it causes you to have a bad attitude. In a bad attitude, you're not going to be productive. Uh, you'll like exist with a bad attitude, but there's no productivity while you have a bad attitude. So fill your mind with positive information. Uh, control your language. The world knows. This isn't a Bible study. 
This is science. The, the world knows control your language. What comes out of your mouth can create either a good or bad attitude. Wow, the world knows the Bible. Come on. Better than a lot of Christians. A lot of Christians say, say, think they can say what they want. A lot of you little cussing Christians better figure it out. You, you think you can be, you know, you can trick the preacher, which most of you don't. I see right through you. But you think you trick God beyond the preacher and, and act like little angels uh, when you're in a, a spiritual setting, but then you, you know, the little demon in you comes out and, and you just take the governor off and you think you can have little, like, you know, little cuss words and big cuss words. And when you get angry, cuss words come out. No, no, no. Be careful. That little cuss word attached to that cuss word is an attitude. Uh, and, and a certain attitude is going to begin to manifest when that cuss word comes out of your mouth. Oh, come on now. I'm helping somebody. Glory to God. It, it, what is it? Tuesday? It's too early to get mad in the week. Amen. Uh, create a routine for the day. People who have nothing to do will develop a bad attitude. Once again, this is the science of the mind. Uh, so you have to give yourself something to do. Why not give yourself something to believe every single day? Why not wake up uh, and get some scripture and say, I'm going to believe beyond myself. I'm going to give my informa- get information beyond me, and I'm going to go beyond. Uh, I'm, I'm going to press back, push back uh, all the surroundings, the present surroundings, and I'm going to make a great God life. Amen. Uh, another one is, is don't rely on others f- to create positivity in you. Wow. Uh, a lot of people blame everybody else for your attitude. Well, if you take responsibility for you, let me, hey, this is a good one. When you stand before Jesus, there will be no one else there. There'll be there'll be a heaven. I don't know how many people heavenly people, but God will be there. He's the great judge. Uh, according to Hebrews thirteen, your pastor will be there to give an account for you. But I'm not going to answer for you. But your husband, your wife's not going to be there. Your friends aren't going to be there that are leading you now. Uh, so you, you have to take responsibility for your own self and for your own actions, for what you hear, what you say, and on and on it goes. Quit blaming everybody else. Take responsibility for your life today. Amen. And, and then uh, the, the last one, this is the seventh one, you have to have uh, create high points, which would be Habakkuk. Uh, you got to have a vision. you got to have a goal. And on and on it goes. In those seven points, Science says something within your mind, within your brain, if you do it in line with the Word of God, meaning create, I don't have boundaries. I'm going to speak in line with the Word of God. I'm going to surround myself with God people. I'm going to surround, not God people, but on fire God people. I'm going to forget about the past. And you do all these things, uh, you'll have an attitude. Within a, a God attitude or a good attitude, you'll have strength, ability, you'll have foresight. Uh, come on, it, it, in a bad attitude, you're, you're heavy laden, you're pressed down, which takes your daily energy. Oh, glory to God. I don't know. Maybe I helped you. Uh, maybe I didn't. But don't forget what we started out saying. It's time to have diversity, press back, push back, change some things in your life, rearrange some things in your life, refuse to stay where you presently are. Hey, and if you come through the cross to, to God through the cross and you're a born-again believer, uh, you have no excuse. Everything is available unto you. You become a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things are passed away. Behold, you become brand new. You don't have an excuse. Well, 
Until next time, I hope I helped you. Thank God for all of you. Share this, like our page, get the word out, go to work. Do the work of an evangelist. Go tell people about Jesus. Get to work out. Tell them about New Way Church and help us spread the gospel. I love you. See you next Tuesday.